Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Decoding Wall Street with host Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us this week. I am your host, Robert Kuhn, and this is the Decoding Wall Street radio show where we talk about anything and everything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, inflation, 401ks, income taxes, tax reduction, estate planning, social security, you name it, we talk about it. I'd like to introduce myself. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. We specialize in retirement planning, investment management, tax mitigation strategies. Uh, we generally work with individuals that are in their 50s and individuals who are currently retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If that person is you, this show is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. Please visit our website at www kuhncp.com. Or if you'd like to have a conversation about your investments, income planning, maximization, tax reduction strategies, or truly anything in the uh, investment space, you can start that process by texting KCP to 474747, or feel free to give us a call directly. It's my direct line. It's going to go to voicemail given uh, I'm doing the radio show. It's 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Please leave your name, phone number, and an email, and I will certainly get back to you. All right, before we get started, uh, what we're going to talk about in this weekly excursion into, I know, the exciting world of investment management and retirement planning, uh, let's talk about this week's show. We're going to talk about planning for inflation in your retirement plan. Should I get out of the market, timing the market, comparing active and passive investment strategies, withdrawal rates? Uh, some Social Security topics. So we really just kind of make sure that throughout the week uh, from from listeners who call in, from current clients who uh, I have conversations with, and generally there's common questions. I think the job of any good investment show is not to promote a product, not to promote a single strategy, not to uh, talk about why you have to do this or you have to do that or else you're wrong. I think it's all about education. Throughout the 20-some-odd years that I've been in the financial advice business, I believe and I'm certain that individuals can make good investment decisions when they understand topics. And that's our job. Our job is to educate. Unfortunately, what we find a lot of, it's advisors um, that are not actually managing risk. And what I mean by that is clients are paying a fee to simply go up with the market, but also go down with the market. I don't think that's necessarily investing. Uh, it, it may be to some. We all have a right to think what we think, but I know I certainly wouldn't pay a fee to an advisor to certainly, or to just simply go up with the market and down with the market. So our job here is to bring topics that, and talk about topics, explain topics at a high level, talk about retirement, talk about distribution, talk about strategies that you may just, you may not know that exist. And we're going to always stick to that philosophy. Education has done well for us. Education has done well for our clients and we're not changing. So 
Uh, let's get into the show. Uh, let's talk about uh, planning for inflation in your retirement. Uh, most people have a, some sort of financial plan. It may be on an Excel spreadsheet. It may be in between your ears. It may be written on the back of a, a scratch pad. But they have some form of financial plan. Our job is to formalize that financial plan. Our financial planning software is very intuitive, very easy to use, very powerful. It is an industry-leading uh, tool, a software tool. It generally is uh, cost prohibitive for the individual investor to purchase and use, and, and that's why we um, use that for or have access to that for all of our clients. But it also is a way to identify can I retire, when, I reti when should I retire, how much can I take in retirement, and it's not based, again, on gut feel. It's based on statistics. It's based on mathematics. And we've had a lot of success, first and foremost, when somebody reaches out to us. What we're going to do is we're going to create a portal for you that is very uh, safe and allow you access to enter all of your information and then walk through a very basic plan. The plan is so important because it allows us to take a snapshot of where you're at. And it then allows us to quantify what has to happen for you to get to where you want to be. If you're in retirement currently, it may be, can I maximize income? Can I reduce taxable income? Can I leave a legacy more efficiently? If you're not in retirement and you're still working, it'll give us an idea of, are your income or, well, yeah, your income expectations realistic? Can you take more? Can you take less? And it's 100% based upon statistics, and it's based upon randomized returns over an extended period of time that will allow us a probability of can you achieve your goals or do we need to talk about that? So the first thing that we're going to do is that. You wouldn't get on an airplane with somebody who doesn't have a flight plan. At least I wouldn't get on that plane with you. And it's the same when it comes to retirement planning. Yes, the retirement plan's not fun. I don't find a whole lot of enjoyment in doing them, but I think it's a must. And when you have a secure interactive portal where you can look at that plan, add that plan, or update that plan at will, it's a document that's living and breathing. It's not a document that is just there when I'm trying to get you as a client, and then we never update it. It's a document that's updated consistently. It's, it's, attached to your accounts in many instances. So we get real-time probability analysis of where you're at. So that leads me into the retirement planning as far as distribution planning of a, uh, just a financial plan. I mean, you know, the number one mistake that I see when people are planning for retirement is they do not factor into their future income plan inflation. And when I say income planning, I mean a plan to ensure that you will not run out of money in retirement. Number one, that you won't run out of money. If running out of money is never a concern of yours, well, how do we maximize that so you can either pass that on more efficiently or how can we grow that asset the most uh, effective way to mitigate the tax man? So our job when it comes to income planning is make sure first and foremost that you're not going to run out of money. 
it, just like taxes, inflation doesn't magically disappear when you retire. It's vital that your financial strategy factors on rising inflation. I don't think I'm going out on a ledge here by saying inflation is ripping and inflation is very high, probably not going to go back to what we've had the last handful of years where there really was no inflation. So you can't make important decisions about how to use your income if you don't know how much you need to get by. That's first and foremost, and that's a conversation that we have with clients. Each of us has a unique number that it's cost to just be us, just month in, month out. What do I have to have to live? How can I get there with the least amount of stress? How can I receive that monthly income with as little you know, volatility as, as possible? And as people look to uh, how much they will need to save for, for the future, they use current expenses and do not oftentimes take into account their uh, what income will be needed to uh, allow for and will to factor in inflation? How much you know my income will have to increase ultimately to still you know cover that uh, those income needs? So we can't let uh, inflation detail your retirement of plans. Uh, saw a great statistic according to Smart Assets since 2000, the average inflation rate is just 2.1 percent per year. So if you retire today and you need an annual income of $75,000, then you will need to have an annual income stream of, you know, roughly $114,000 20 years from now to have the same spending power. I mean, it's simple math. Cost of groceries, metal expenses, they will continue to go up. And we have to prepare for that with a solid plan. I think it might be a good time uh, to remind you that you know, many times when working with the financial provider or financial advisor, your investment plans are updated at the inception of, you know, when you hire that advisor, but they're not updated quarterly or annually. And it's not a plan that's often talked about. So inflation is here. It's one of the big concerns that I see that individuals are continuously having on how do I create a sustainable distribution that can last me. I mean, let's face it. If you're 60 years old, there's or 65 rather, and you're married, there's a 55% chance that one of you is going to live into your 90s. So you're looking at potentially 25, 30 years of retirement without a paycheck. Inflation doesn't just stop. You know, the stock market doesn't ring the bell and says, hey, we're going to get volatile here and we're going to go down, you know, like we did in 2000, 2001, and two, uh, nine, 12, and, and 22%. Or we're going to go down now, you know, in like in 2008, 37%. People truly don't understand how losses, when you are not adding to that portfolio, are amplified. And that's our job. Our job is to prevent that. Our job is to make sure that we're losing less in down markets. Our job you know, given where interest rates are today, I mean, we're at historical lows. Our job is to look at other strategies that may have guaranteed lifetime income, income distribution strategies that if you could invest today and then, you know, take some of the money out in, in five to seven years, you may be able to get up to 10% to 12% guaranteed lifetime distribution rates. Uh, when I say 10 to 12%, that's on original investment for the rest of your life. So our job is to have those conversations and make sure that we're planning for, you know, inflation, which I think, and taxes, 
is a very, very, um, you know, not often planned for topic of, of when it comes to, you know, retirement income planning. So my team and I believe in quantitative investment management strategies. You know that rather than buying whole or gut feel, we don't believe in that. Uh, we believe that uh, we're always striving to deliver exceptional returns based upon mathematics, statistical-based models that are often offered by a, a select group of institutional managers that generally don't work with individuals. So take advantage of our partnership. Let's have that conversation. If you're at all concerned about generating and creating guaranteed lifetime income or any income in retirement, how are you going to do it? Let's look at that income maximization plan because I have news for you. Interest rates are low. I don't know if they're going to go up. We've been saying they're going to go up for the last you know, six, seven years. Ultimately, maybe they will go up. And that is a big concern of mine that people are going to lock in long-term investments at historically low interest rates. So if you want to start that conversation, uh, you can text KCP to 474747. That's KCP to 474747. Or call us at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, leave a voicemail, or visit the website www.kuhncp.com. After the break, we're going to talk about should you get out of the stock market. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217 or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. I am your host, Robert Kuhn, and this is the Decoding Wall Street Radio Show. Thank you for joining us this Saturday morning. We talk about anything and everything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We talk about inflation, 401ks, income taxes, estate planning, and Social Security. You name it, we talk about it if it's investment related. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm and fiduciary specializing in investment management, tax mitigation strategies, and retirement planning. We generally work with individuals primarily 50 years or older, individuals who are retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If that's you, uh, the show is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. Uh, visit our website at www.kuhncp.com. Or if you'd like to have a conversation about your investment, uh, your investments, your income planning strategies, tax mitigation, or anything investment related, please text KCP to 474747 or call us at 630-492-1912. That will go to a voicemail uh, given I am, um, it is Saturday morning and I'm here, uh, 630-492-1912. Please leave your name, uh, number, and a good email for you and I will certainly get back to you. So this segment I, I want to talk about and I kind of... Um, have titled it, Should I Get Out of the Market? I think it's very important for individuals to understand risk and uh, market volatility and how to calculate your risk tolerance. There's so much wrong with Wall Street and there's so much right with Wall Street. 
unfortunately, one of the struggles that I have found for individual investors is how do I calculate my risk tolerance? Here's the reality. I don't think that you, your risk tolerance is going to change. The risk tolerance today may not be your risk tolerance tomorrow if the markets change. So, so much of these risk tolerance questionnaires are simply based on how one feels about the market. And again, that goes back to gut feel. And, and we know, as we've talked about a lot, that gut feel is probably not a good way to, and make, and to make long-term investment decisions. The traditional way to find out about calculating risk, you can go to my website, www.kuhncp.com. The middle tile, it'll say, get your risk number. Does that mean that just simply based on how you feel on a Saturday morning is how we should allocate your portfolio forever? Absolutely not. I think when times are uncertain or the stock market is volatile, like it has become over the last couple of weeks, I'll inevitably get asked by generally those people that we're not working with, um, potential clients, family members, friends, should I get out of the market altogether? You know, stocks and equities, they're a valuable part of an investment portfolio. Owning ETFs, mutual funds, individual stocks in different companies, yeah, they can help you build wealth. We have to make sure, though, however, that we're not just simply riding the stock market up and then also riding the stock market down. So that's the challenge I think that, that many investors are facing because the old school of thought is the older you get, the more you should have in bonds. But yet the bond market today could be potentially incredibly risky if interest rates rise. But people don't understand that they're just removing the equity risk and just simply transforming or transferring it over to interest rate risk. And that's a job of a good advisor is to make sure that individuals know. So the way to calculate your risk tolerance is you generally will do some sort of a questionnaire. That questionnaire will ask you a bunch of questions. If I lose this much, will, this much, will you jump out of a window? Will you sell all of your investments? Will you run and hide? Will you bury your head? and not look at your statements, and, and you get the point. That's not a dynamic plan. That's a very point-in-time questionnaire that's going to give you very point-in-time feelings of how you're feeling. It could be really good, or it could be really bad, but again, it's based upon something that you can't control, which is where the market is today. Our philosophy on managing money has always been just because you're older doesn't mean you shouldn't make a lot of money. And on the flip side, just because you're younger doesn't mean you should have less bonds and you should experience all of the volatility that you may experience over time simply because you're not going to need this money for 20 or 30 or 40 years. While all of that makes sense conceptually, the reality is these markets are more dynamic than ever. They change more frequently than ever. And your investment strategies must adapt to the current environment. And that just doesn't happen with a lot of people. Unfortunately, the, what we have found is that if you're working with an advisor or you're doing it on your own, 
Well, if you're working with an advisor, generally you're paying a fee. That's kind of, you know, what the industry is today, which is fine. Nothing against paying fees. But again, you're paying that fee whether the market goes up. You're paying that fee whether the market goes down. And then you're told that, well, no, just buy and hold. Well, why should I hold during the down times if it's very telegraphed that we're going into a very volatile period potentially? And then if you're doing it on your own, well, it's gut feel. I've seen people that have knocked it out of the park because they've been 100% equity and very aggressive asset classes, and they think they're geniuses. And that's fantastic. Unless you have some sort of a sell strategy in place, well, you're probably going to ride the market all the way back down. And then if you're paying somebody to do it when the markets go down, well, it's now, well, in time, it'll come back. Well, the question to me is, well, why am I paying you? So again, it all goes back to gut feel. And the challenge that I face is anytime that you talk to the average investor, I consider the average investor, you know, someone with a couple hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars to, you know, kind of 10 million. That is kind of what I consider the average investor. And yes, it's a very wide range. But when you're talking to that group and you talk about risk management, it's challenging because they don't fully understand that there are ways to mitigate the downside, be defensive in periods of market weakness, and then that allows you to recoup. You don't have to recoup as many losses. And then when the markets subsequently rebound, you're actually compounding your money at a much greater rate than simply buying and holding. So as soon as you talk to the individual investor that, you know, we want to, you know, play defense when there's risk, we want to play offense when there's opportunity, what they hear is, well, this guy thinks he's smarter than the market. He's going to time the market. He's going to try to outsmart the market. And it couldn't be further from the truth. We have and we utilize for our equity side of our portfolio a handful of institutional managers that you can't go to directly, generally. So there is some level of exclusivity, but most importantly, they don't rely on gut feel. They rely on mathematics, statistical-based models that have been perfected over 20-plus years, and it's just proven over time to mitigate the downside. And it's really simple math. If I don't lose less or if I don't lose a lot of money, then ultimately I'm going to make more money than somebody that's just riding the market up and down, up and down. And I think last year was a great example of that. Last year, the market was, um, you know, it, it, we had a good start to the year, COVID hit, we saw a very substantial correction, and then the markets rebounded. And so if you bought and held during that period, you were up 18%. Very, very happy. You, sh you shouldn't be complaining about 18%. Unless you knew that there are strategies out there that, based upon math, based upon statistics, based upon algorithms, based upon uh, historical you know, trends in the market, they raised cash, some cash. It's not they went 100% cash. They just did what most people would think. Okay, we're going through a pretty volatile period. Let's start to raise some cash so when things go on sale, we can redeploy those assets. And by acting upon that strategy, the return was 38% for the year. I mean, do you want 18 or do you want 38? And again, past performance is not indicative of future results. But 
it shows that there's some sort of a methodology in place that when we see market volatility, we're going to be able to take advantage of it rather than being controlled by it. And throughout history, it's just worked. In 2008, the growth model was down 9.75 versus the market at negative 37%. Yet in the up markets, you are able to outperform the market just simply because you're not having to recoup all of those losses. So I don't want to say it's simple because it's not, but it's also not rocket science. You know, but again, gut feel, uh, it just works until it doesn't. And so we don't like gut feel. So when we look at kind of retirement planning and understanding, you know, risk and market volatility, we want to use market volatility as an opportunity to make money, not be controlled by it. We love volatility. That's how you make outsized returns. But you have to make sure that your income strategy is set so you're not freaking out every time we see, well, my goodness, we see a 5% correction and people are starting to freak out. What happens when we see a 25% correction? And if you're in retirement for 20, 30 years, you know, you're not going to just see one of those. You may see 10 of those. You may see 15 of those. So that's why our strategy of protect the income, utilize and leverage the balance sheet of a company that can guarantee income that is much greater than you can do on your own, that frees up the capital to invest the rest for growth, and then just simply put math and science and statistics behind it. And then all of a sudden, we're using years like last year to actually make really great returns. And you're not going to you know, be very, very concerned as we see this volatility because it's coming and it's here. And we know if I think everybody can agree upon, it's going to continue to be here. So that leads me into kind of my topic for my next segment. We're going to talk about the 60-40 portfolio and the limitations of that with this interest rate environment. We're going to talk about distribution rates and statistically, how much can I take out in retirement? Uh, I think you'll find a lot of value in that. So you're listening to Decoding Wall Street with Robert Kuhn. Thanks for joining us. It is a, when's fall coming? I can't wait for the fall foliage. That's, uh, uh, you know, that's one of our favorite times of the year. So you want to get in touch with us, simply uh, visit the website at www.kuhncp.com or text KCP to 474747. Or you can give us a call, leave a voicemail, given that I'm here uh, with you today. It's going to go to voicemail 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Please leave your name, a good uh, contact number in your email, and we'll certainly start that conversation. So after the break, we're going to talk more about distribution planning. We're going to talk about limitations of the 60-40 portfolio. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217, or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217, or feel free to text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Decoding Wall Street with your host, Robert Kuhn of Kuhn Capital Partners. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We are a independent fiduciary investment advi- registered investment advisory firm. We do specialize in investment management, tax mitigation strategies, and retirement planning. We generally work with individuals 50 years or older or those that are retired or within five years of retirement. If you are that person, this show is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. Visit our website at www.kuhncp.com. Or if you would like to have a conversation about your investments, you can text us KCP to 474747 or call and leave a voicemail at 630. It is my direct line, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And I'll certainly get back with you at the beginning of the week. So this segment, I want to talk about, uh, I've had a lot of questions on the 60-40 portfolio. And then we're going to also talk about uh, distribution yields in retirement and, and what is a safe distribution rate. And then in the last segment, we're going to talk about some alternatives as far as should I invest in alternative investments and what those are and what they pertain. So stick with us through, uh, through segment four. When it comes to what individuals generally do, if, if you're managing money on your own, and even if you're working with an advisor, there's a high likelihood that you have some, port of, uh, some portion of your portfolio in equities and some portion of your portfolio in bonds. And if you take one of those risk tolerance questionnaires, and again, many, many limitations to those that we talked about in the previous segment, it may, or you do it online, it may say, well, you should have 76% invested in equities, 20% in bonds, and then the remainder in cash. So what is 60, but we're gonna talk about for today's purposes, a 60, 40 portfolio. It's just we've got some bonds and we have some equities, all right? Let's talk about those returns in the past. Let's talk about how that model portfolio has done. And then let's talk about some of the assumptions that companies like Vanguard, for instance, uh, came out with their forward 10-year average of a 60-40 portfolio. So historically speaking, the 60-40 portfolio has done just absolutely done fantastic. When you look at uh, the historical returns of that, depending upon when you started, but if you started sometime in the mid to late 80s till today or you know the beginning of the year, you're probably looking at a return of somewhere in the neighborhood of 10%. That is fantastic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a 10% rate of return. But what we need to do is we need to dissect why did we get that rate of return? Because there's certainly been periods of market weakness without a doubt. I mean, the markets have gone up, they've gone down, they've crashed, they've rebounded and, and the markets, the equity side has done what ultimately they're going to do. But a lot of the performance of the 60-40 portfolio was derived from the 40% on the bond side. And you have to look at where interest rates were during that period. Now they've come down substantially since the mid 80s, obviously. But during that period of time, you know, you may have had your fixed income side of the portfolio was averaging six, seven, eight, nine percent a year. So it's no wonder that that 60-40 portfolio has just absolutely done fantastic. So many advisors, when they're showing recommendations of why their portfolio is the best, why you must work with them, they're going to show you 
what's worked well in the past, which which we all do. I mean, we all look at historical performance, and, and some is good and some is bad. I mean, candidly, we want to focus on what is the por- portfolio return ex- expectations for the next 10 years. That's when you know where you have a proactive you know, money manager or investment advisor that is looking out for where we need to go, not simply putting you in something that has done well in the past. Because newsflash, inflation, I mean, well, inflation is certainly ripping right now, and it may continue to for many, many years. And we talked about that in segment one on how one of the biggest mistakes that I have found is people don't understand that you may need $75,000 today, but that $75,000 in 20 years is going to need to be 115000 or whatever the, those numbers uh, come out to. But interest rates going forward, they're very low. And, and we've been saying they're going to rise, but I'm not quite sure how they rise. I think it's going to be a challenge. But again, that's coming with gut feel, right? And we want to stay away from gut feel. We want to simply let the markets whether they're interest rates or their stocks or the bonds to simply tell us what to do. So the forward 10-year assumption by many big institutional money managers, very well-known names for the next 10 years, if you own a 60-40 portfolio, you're probably looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 35 to 4%. That's just what they're saying. And they're basing a lot of that based upon where interest rates are today. Because if you have a large percentage of your portfolio in something that is yielding almost next to nothing, it's going to be a challenge. Not only is it going to be a challenge to generate income, it's going to be a challenge to, as interest rates rise, many individual investors' bond portfolios are going to actually potentially lose significant amounts of money. So you have to really look at not what's done well, what's going to do well. So here's what you're facing today. You're 10 years out from retirement or you're in retirement. The markets are in very, very highly valued. They can continue to go up. We've already talked a lot about that, but they are rich by any metrics uh, that, you, you know, that you choose to look at. Fixed income is uh, very challenging simply due to where interest rates are. There's a tremendous amount of geopolitical risk. We're looking at inflation risk. We're looking at risks all over the place. Yet I'm finding many individuals are not re are adapting to that and allocating and adjusting, reallocating and adjusting their portfolios for the the what ifs. Again, don't let it be done on math on on gut feel. Let it be done on math. Let it be done on strategies that in 08, instead of being down 37%. You could have been down 9.75%. So the subsequent rebound in 09, well, you're just inherently going to have much more money because you're not trying to recoup all of those losses. So sometimes we overcomplicate this. Let's make more money for our clients when the markets are good than what the market does. Let's lose less when the markets are bad than what the markets do. If you can do that year over year, you know, decade over decade, that's how you're compounding wealth. And, and, and that is the job of an advisor. A job of an advisor, at least in, in this advisor's opinion, is not to charge a client a fee and then have the market and then have the client's performance be 100% correlated to whatever the stock, whatever the markets do. You go up with the market, you go down with the market. If that's how you want your money to be managed, I mean, who am I to tell you how to manage your money? I mean, it's your money. 
but why are you paying a fee? I mean, that's, you know, that gets challenging. And so we want to, uh, you know, bring into, you know, to place or into play for you strategies that you just don't have access to strategies that generally these managers don't invest with, let's just say mom and pop or the average investor. They only work through advisors and they're generally, you know, there's a reason why it's because their performance is such that they want to spend all of their time managing that money. And when we can look back and see, you know, how well they did during down periods, you know, the up periods really do take care of themselves. So that's a long way of saying that a 60-40 portfolio has not been bad. You've probably missed out on a lot of growth that you could have had, but you've done well. But is it going to do well going forward? And you may say, well, I don't have a 60-40 portfolio. I only have 30% in bonds. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's just the same thing. A large portion of that money that has done well over time or, or allocate the asset allocation of the bond space, why it has done well over time, it's just not there today. It may be there in five years, but it's not there today. And we have to manage the market today. So that's our job. That's what we spend a lot of time doing. If you have any questions on you know, that, or you want to talk about income maximization, you want to talk about reducing substantially, potentially reducing taxable income, uh, text KCP to 474747 or call us at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and we'll uh, have those conversations with you. So let's get into, we're coming up upon a break, but we still have a few minutes in the segment, and then we'll, we'll carry it on through the fourth uh, segment, and we'll talk about alternative investments and the benefits of those. Uh, in diversifying and reducing risk and uh, volatility and increasing returns. Let's talk about withdrawal strategies and rates of return. A very, very polarizing topic. It's, uh, you know, the 4% rule. And what is the 4% rule? I mean, there are really two main schools of thought in retirement income planning. You have the probability-based school of thought is probably the most familiar to the public and financial uh, professionals. It grows its roots in research that was completed by a California-based financial advisor and published in the Journal of Financial Planning in 1994. Some really, really uh, great info, no doubt, but the markets couldn't have been more different than where they are today. So many people are still using that 4% rule that if I can... um, manage to take on, you know, four and a half percent or four to four and a half percent of my money. Ultimately, that money was going to be there to last my lifetime. Again, as we talked about the issues with the 60-40 portfolio going forward, that just translates to the distribution yields. Interest rates are very, very low. And there's a good likelihood that you may be in retirement for 30 years. Many people are in retirement for 30 years. If you have 75% uh, stock market alloc- or 75% equity allocation and you have a 30-year time horizon, your withdrawal rate is in the neighborhood of 3.75 to maybe 4%. And that's assuming that you can withstand 25, 30% corrections, which are going to be there. That is a challenge. Even for 
the most uh, strongest willed person when they don't have income coming in and to be able to sit and take a 25 to 30 percent correction, that's a that's a challenge. So if you sell at those periods of time, well, that's just money that you ultimately can't recoup those losses on. So we have to look at retirement income planning and distribution planning different. And we're going to carry that on through the next segment on some ideas there. But you are listening to uh, Decoding Wall Street. Uh, I am your host, Robert Kuhn. We don't believe in gut feel investing. We always are striving to uh, deliver exceptional returns for investors and clients by making more in up markets and losing less in down markets by utilizing mathematical and statistical based methods that we have access to that you don't. And so allow us to educate you on that. If you have any interest in learning more, simply text KCP to 474747 or call 630-492-1912 or visit the website www.kuhncp. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217 or text KCP to 474747. Again, that's 800-674-3217. Or text KCP to 474747. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, thank you for joining us this Saturday. I am host Robert Kuhn. This is the Decoding Wall Street radio show where we talk about anything and everything in the world of financial planning, we talk about stock market, inflation, 401ks, income taxes, estate planning, social security, you name it, we talk about it. I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. We do specialize in investment management, tax mitigation strategies, and retirement planning. Generally, our clients are 50 years of age or older, or individuals who are currently retired or within five to 10 years of retirement. If that is you, uh, this radio show is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. Uh, You can visit our website to learn more about our thoughts at www.kuhncp.com. Or if you'd like to have a conversation, you can do that by texting KCP to 474747, and we'll get some information. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail. Uh, Please leave your name and uh, phone number and email. You can call us directly. It's my office. It's my direct line, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So we talked about a lot of stuff today. I don't know if it was boring stuff. I never find anything investment-related boring. Uh, but sometimes uh, we do get into the weeds a little bit. But again, hey, I, this is your money. And I think our job is, as advisors is to uh, try to always uh, make more money than the market when the market is good and lose less money when the markets are bad. And that is the job of an advisor, at least in in my opinion. So we were talking in the third segment about the 4% rule and 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 a reach or a determination of a safe withdrawal rate. All of these 
numbers in telling you that you can withstand or you can take, let's just say your number is 4%. Let's say it's 5%. Let's say it's 3%. It doesn't matter. But it's also factoring in that you don't panic when the markets are down. And I think it's so important to understand that just because something looks right on paper doesn't mean in practice, if you're experiencing significant volatility and you have no income coming in and you're rely or living solely on Social Security, a pension, and then whatever income your portfolio generates. And again, it doesn't matter if your portfolio is $10 million or if it's 500000 or if it's 100000 you're going to still experience uh, those emotions. It's assuming that you can take all of those emotions no matter what happens in the market. And I don't think that, you know, that has been factored in in the financial planning uh, space. You know, history is, you know, in, in theory, history is a great uh, practice as far as what the markets can or can't do or that the markets have always come back when they've gone down. But that doesn't mean that we can't experience a 10-year period of negligible growth. I mean, heck, we just experienced that in the early 2000s to 2010. So we don't have to go all the way back to what people think is ancient in 1987 and talk about that market crash or go back to the 20s. I mean, it's, it's here. You know, it could happen. We just experienced it from, you know, 2000, 2010, where those people who retired at the wrong time, again, no fault of their own. They just happened to retire at the wrong time. They experienced significant uh, worries, probably that those who retired in the 90s didn't experience. And the only difference, you know, they could be have been invested in the exact same portfolios. The only in difference is they retired at the wrong time. And there's generally one thing that people, many things we can't control, but in the investment side, there's one thing that you can't control is when do you retire? You can certainly be strategic about it, but people get tired. You know, people lose jobs. People, uh, companies sell. I mean, and, and there's a lot of times that people are forced to retire and they don't fully understand how losing money when they're retired can affect the longevity of their assets emotionally and also financially. So determining a safe withdrawal rate, it's dynamic. It's not static. There are periods of time where you can take out more. There are periods of time when you should take out less. But those are the things that we can model and we can factor in the financial plan. So yes, a financial plan is incredibly important, but also is not losing money. And in my experience, what we have found is if you're managing the money on your own, you're using an asset class and fixed income that is very risky to mitigate risk. There are better ways out there. Let us show those to you. It is also our experience that if you're working with an investment advisor, you're in a buy and hold strategy. You're in a strategy that isn't dynamic, that isn't forward looking, that is simply going to hold through the good times and hold through the bad times and you're getting market-like returns, but yet your returns aren't as good as the market generally because you're paying that fee. That is questionable. And so our mission has always been, let's use math, let's use statistics, let's use models, let's use algorithms, let's utilize access to managers that manage billions of dollars that have the computing power, the manpower, 
to do things that we just simply can't do. And they just don't work directly with individuals. I think what we have found is that provides a level of predictability that is not often found in working with an advisor that just owns a bunch of mutual funds or ETFs and, you know, doesn't really change a whole lot. And when we look at returns, well, generally the returns our way is far superior simply because you lose less historically in down markets. Now, past performance is not indicative of future results. So if we look at a year like 2008, when, when the strategy that uh, we utilize for the growth strategy is only down 9.75, when the markets are down 37, it's just simple mathematics that in a year like 2009, when you're not having to recoup all of those losses, right? you're just going to have a whole heck of a lot more money. And so we're going to see those periods, you know, a whole lot. We're going to see, I think, that volatility a whole lot more going forward. But if you have a 20 to 30-year time horizon, you may see 10, you may see 15, you may see 20 periods of significant market sell-offs. Do you want to take advantage of them, be controlled by them, be forced to worry about them? Or do you want to take advantage of them and use them as a money-making opportunity? Last time I checked, our job is to make you money. And our belief is, well, let's lose less so we can actually make more. So if that works with you and that resonates with you, uh, call us at 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Leave a voicemail or uh, visit the website, www.kuhncp.com. So let's get into the final topic of the day, and we only have a handful of minutes here left this weekend with you, is alternative investments. We get a lot of questions on alternative investments. Alternative investments are becoming much more mainstream. So I hope they get rid of that word alternative because alternative means, well, they're different. They're not used by everybody. And that's been the case because generally to access them, you needed uh, significant means. It, it, many you know, would require a $5 million investment, a $10 million investment, a $20 million investment. Well, with the evolution of technology, um, these firms can now service you know, the, what I call the average investor. And there's opportunity now to utilize strategies that haven't been utilized or probably new to you in the past. Don't believe me, um, just do a quick Google search. Google Harvard's endowment asset allocation or Yale's endowment asset allocation or University of Chicago endowment asset allocation. Just pick your favorite college and Google their asset allocation. And what you're probably going to find is their asset allocation is substantially different than yours. Yours is based upon probably two or three asset classes, you know, certainly stocks, certainly bonds, you know, annuities, I think is probably an asset class that a lot of people are pitched today. Uh, and then some cash. You may have real estate. You may you know, have some other investments out there, but it's nowhere near as diversified as an endowment. And when you look at an endowment, they are ultra, I don't know if I, ultra is accurate, but they're conservative pools of money. And when you're giving money to uh, a university, they don't want to uh, lose that money. That money has to be there for future cash flow needs uh, for the university in the ways that they determine to spend. Yet their asset allocation, just look at their equity allocation. And a lot of times it's 10, 15, 20%. Yet there's a good chance that you're 50, 60, 70%. Look at their fixed income allocation. I haven't looked in a while, but I would bet it's incredibly low. 
but yet there's a good chance that your fixed in income uh, asset allocation of your portfolio may be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60%. So what's the difference? Why are they bringing in strategies that you haven't incorporated? And it's access. But now those walls are being broken down. There are now strategies, and again, doesn't mean they're not risk-free. I mean, there's risks. There's risks in everything, and there's reward in everything, and it's the job of a good advisor to explain those. So you may want to consider adding asset classes that are new to you but have been owned institutionally or by the big endowments uh, forever. Uh, you're not an endowment. I get it. So a lot of people run around and pitch, you know, the endowment model. Well, you're not an endowment. I mean, you know, you may have a, you probably have a finite, you know, amount of money that it may be, you know, a million, it may be a hundred thousand, it may be 10 million. You know, these endowments constantly have cash flow coming in. So it's not a great apples to apples comparison. However, let's go back to statistics, mathematics. It's shown over most, if not all, investment periods by adding access to strategies that are not reliant upon the market to do well. That is how I classify an alternative. An alternative is a strategy that doesn't need the stock market to do well to make money. Uh, that has reduced your volatility and has increased your rate of return. So those strategies are out there. Some are phenomenal at reducing taxable income. I mean crazy at reducing taxable income, up to 90% in many instances of your original investment. Invest 100000 it may provide a $90,000 uh, tax uh, benefit to you to reduce your taxable income. So those strategies are out there. Those are strategies that we should talk about. Those are strategies that we're comfortable talking about. One of the benefits of being independent is we're not uh, in a pay-for-play uh, you know, space, which means most of the big banks and big uh, brokerage firms, uh, they're getting some revenue off of whoever they want to uh, put on the shelf for their clients to invest in. And a lot of alternative managers just don't need that space. So there's a huge benefit of being independent and being able to look at these objectively, uh, no matter if they're big or small. So hopefully you got something out of this show. Volatility's back. We're here to mitigate that. We're here to help you create a guaranteed lifetime income. And what that does is that allows you to take probably more cash flow than you should be taking if you just allocate that money to bonds. That frees up uh, some of your assets to, uh, or maybe more of your assets to invest for growth. A couple ways to get a hold of us, text KCP2474747. Call us 630-492-1912 or visit the website www.kuhncp.com. Until next week, make it a great week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. 
Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.